Welcome to the Madison Miller Podcast special edition series where I go over the off seasons for every team and preview them and make predictions. This is going to be the 22nd of 32 shows and this is going to be the New England Patriots. We're going to go over free agents to be, team needs, franchise tag candidate, trade candidate, release candidate, extension candidate, best draft fit, best free agent fit, and a bold prediction for each team. And this is the New England Patriots we're talking about without Bill Belichick. All right, free agents to be. Ezekiel Elliott, Kendrick Bourne, Jalen Rager, Trent Brown, Michael Wainu, Hunter Henry, Kyle Duggar, Miles Bryant. Team needs. Pretty much everything on offense, maybe except for um, guard or center. So quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end, offensive tackle. Safety, cornerback, and you could argue sa- um, kicker. You could talk me in the kicker for this as well um, because of how bad Chad Ryland was. All right. Franchise tag candidate, Kyle Duggar. He's the best Patriot that is going to be a free agent. Um, Good young safety. Um, Been hurt sometimes throughout his career. Um, There are a couple of Patriot players that you could argue they might tag ahead of Duggar, but... It feels like Duggar's going to get tagged. He wasn't great this past season, considering that the Patriots are bad, but he was really good two years ago, and he was solid three years ago. So that would be my choice to a franchise tag, although the other candidates are Michael Wienu and Trent Brown. Those are obviously the other two candidates. I mean, I don't think they would do Hunter Henry. That'd be weird if they did because it's easier to get tight ends than um, elite tackles or even safeties for that matter. But um, I know safety's easy to replace, but I think Duggar's the guy that they tagged, although I won't be shocked if it's one of the tackles. Um, Trey candidate, Mac Jones. Um, They're shopping him. It's open. It's out there. And it's clear that They want to start fresh at the quarterback position. Um, I think other trade candidates include Ramondre Stevenson. Um, A lot of guys, I think, are trade candidates on this team. I'll say why later in the podcast. Christian Barmore, Matt Judon, even Christian Gonzalez, Jabril Peppers. David Andrews, Devontae Parker, Tycon Thornton. So, yeah, there's a lot of guys on this Patriots team um, that a lot of players on this team that I think could be trade candidates. Um, so, release candidate, Devontae Parker. Um, Lawrence Guy and Adrian Phillips. I probably would have had Lawrence Guy as my pick. To get cut before they actually got cut. That was a, somebody I was uh, considering for that spot. But to me, it came down to Devontae Parker, David Andrews, the center. But I think it's Parker. Um, 
I think it's just um, easier to cut him. He doesn't stay healthy a lot, and he's not a WR1. I think the Patriots um, want right uh, younger at that position. So to me, Devontae Parker makes sense as a cut candidate. Um, although other candidates, David Andrews, um, Jonathan Jones, and maybe Mac Jones if they can't find a trade partner. Oh, one more free agent I forgot to bring up is Riley Reef, the uh, tackle. Oh, and another cut candidate is Juju Smith-Schuster, who's never healthy. Um, and that's who I should have put down instead of Devontae Parker, but I could see Devontae getting cut. Extension candidate, Christian Barmore. Um, I think he is a rock to that defense. He was awesome this past season on the Pats. And to me, he is a building block on that defense with his new irritate. A new era of Patriots football. And he was awesome in what was a lost year for the Patriots last year. So I think he's an extension candidate. Um, Even Ramondre Stevenson is one if they want to explore that route. But I think Barmore is the easier call and he's the more valuable player. Um, Draft fit. Caleb Williams. Um, You could pick your poison between him, Drake May... And um, Jaden Daniels. But Caleb on New England makes sense. Um, he's highly touted. Um, and New England is looking for stability and continuity at that position. I know they're spoiled for 20 plus years with Tom. I get it. But they want that stability at that position. Caleb could provide that. I think Drake May or Jaden Daniels could potentially provide that as well. But Caleb is the safe bet, which makes him a uh, good fit with the Patriots as they are uh, rebuilding their whole roster. And um, obviously the new coach in Gerard Mayo and the... Um, I want to start from scratch at the game's most important position. Um, say if they uh, stuck with Mac Jones for some reason and they had other um, fits, draft fits. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr., Brock Bowers, if it's a trade down for a desperate quarterback team like the Raiders or somebody like that. But I think he'd be gone by the time that Raider spot. Maybe the Giants. Who knows? Um, if they fall down the six and they can get on um, Brock Bowers and get picks, that's not the worst outcome. Malik Neighbors is a fit. Um, Romeo Dunze is a fit. Um, I think that another fit on this team could be Nate Wiggins, Cooper DeJean. And if you want to look second round for guys, um, obviously the other quarterbacks, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, if they were to trade down and then take a quarterback in the second round. Ennis Rackestaw is a good fit. Um, some of the receivers like Troy Franklin and Roman Wilson. 
I think Zach Frazier's a fit out of West Virginia, the center, if they cut David Andrews. Ladd McConkey, the receiver out of Georgia. Oh, and obviously tackles. Tyler Guyton, Jordan Morgan, Graham Barton, versatile player. Patrick Paul makes some sense. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys they can look at. Kingsley Samadia out of BYU. Kieran Amijdi out of Yale. These are names I really haven't brought up yet. Blake Fisher out of Notre Dame. Now we're looking at third round um, names. Will Shipley, if um, Zeke walks, he's the running back out of Clemson. So, yeah, there's a lot of options there for New England. Um, free agent fit, Noah Fant, the tight end. Um, he seems like he's been around for a while, but um, I feel like he was drafted the same year Drew Locke was, 2019. And now he's a free agent. The Seahawks might franchise tag somebody else instead. Hunter Henry might leave. Noah Fant is younger. And they might want some stability at tight end. And some youth. So I could see Noah Fant being a free agent fit there. Um, other free agent fits. Um, yeah, this is hard to come up with for them. Only because of um, we have no idea what way they want to go. Um, I think um, somebody that makes sense for them is Xavier McKinney of the Giants if he were to become available. He's still pretty young. Um, I think Makai Becton would be a good fit. Like, the Patriots, I feel like you're going to be home for guys that um, need, like, a change of scenery. And people that I could see, like, Mayo coaching up. That boy is not a weird name to say. Mayo. Um, Maybe Geno Stone, if they lose Pollard. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Duggar. I mean, I Pollard in my head in case uh, they lose Zeke, which they probably will. But I don't think Dallas will lose Pollard. Um, if they cut David Andrews, maybe Lloyd Cushenberry's a fit. Um, Darnell Moody, I think, is a fit with the Pats, ironically enough. Um, as for Cleveland, if uh, they want to upgrade a guard. Say if they want a veteran quarterback. To be in the room with Mac Jones. Maybe they trade Mac Jones and go with the veteran. Maybe Ryan Tannehill, but that would be weird. So, yeah, there's guys that uh, could help New England in theory. And my bold prediction for the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots will trade up to the number one overall pick and take Caleb Williams as the Bears get a... um, The Patriots 2024 first... They're 2024 second, 2025 first, 2025 second, 2025 third. Actually, that doesn't make sense. Maybe we'll do 2000. 
26 third and Matt Judon. I did say that I think a lot of their players are in play to be traded. That's why I think there could be in a package going to Chicago for the number one pick. And I think that New England wants the guy, even though Bill's gone. I still think that they want to remain a marquee franchise and still be relevant to the fans of New England and Boston and that whole area. And Caleb Williams, if he lives up to potential, would provide uh, hope for that franchise and some stability, which um, they desperately need with the new coach in uh, Gerard Mayo and um, a lot of new faces in that coaching staff as well. All right, potential features for this team. Um, the Patriots' win total, I think, is going to be low. It's going to be one of the lower ones. I think it's going to be like five and a half. Um, that is uh, for certain. I think they're going to have that low of a low total for wins. They're going to be among the lowest win total teams in the league. Um, I'd be surprised if their win totals anything higher than six and a half. Um, I believe that their division odds are going to be really long. They're going to be like eight to one, nine to one to win that division. Cause you know, they're the number four team with Aaron Rodgers back and even the Dolphins going through some turnover themselves. The bills are going to be the favorites. You know, they're going to be in the four spot regardless of what they do in the off season. They're going to be like, Nine to one to win that division. Um, to win the AFC, they have the longest odds, ninety to one. To win the Super Bowl, they have the second longest odds, that's one seventy to one. So the league thinks, so Vegas thinks they're the second worst team in football right now, behind the Panthers. So, um, potential other awards, um, Caleb Williams, Offensive Rookie of the Year, or Jaden Daniels, Offensive Rookie of the Year, or Drake May, whatever quarterback they have. Let's say it's Caleb Williams and my prediction comes true, that they trade up the one. I think that Caleb is going to um, be like 10-1, 11-one. I don't think he's going to be a prohibitive favorite. I think that other quarterbacks from the draft class um, will have better odds because I don't think New England's going to be very good. But say if they had a different quarterback, I think that those odds would be the same numbers I would project Caleb on New England. Um, say if Judon, let's say if the Patriots stay at three or they trade back and Judon's still on the team. Him for defensive player of the year, or Christian Barmore for defensive player of the year. Barmore would be like 60 to 1. Judon will probably have a shorter number because of he, uh, he has more rank, name recognition from the past. He would probably be like 40 to 1 or something like that. Gerard Mayo is going to have one of the longest odds for coach of the year. He's probably going to be like 120 to 1 or some crazy number like that. Maybe a little shorter than that because. Sometimes people like to bet on the new coaches that you could argue have unexpectedly good years like Brian Dayball did in 2022. 
and even um, D'Amico Ryans did last season, but Ryans didn't win it. So I could see Gerard Mayo um, maybe having a shorter coach of the year odds than expected because of that. Um, so I'm trying to think of other potential words. Um, no significant players coming back from injury on New England, but there's a Mac Jones case um, if he's still their starting quarterback and he's as good as Daniel Jones was a couple seasons ago, maybe he'll be in play for the comeback player of the year. So that's the argument if he's the 2022 Daniel Jones, which I think is unlikely because I don't think he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL in 2024. So there you have it for New England. Next up is the New Orleans Saints.